Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic. Hello and welcome to the United We Stand podcast on this um, wet Thursday night. It stopped raining temporarily. I'm walking down a canal in Deansgate on my way to, to Barca Bar. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's Christmas and the fact that I have a, a hideous cold in the wake of the Manchester derby, probably caused by it. And the fact that I sound like a seal when I cough hasn't affected. A good mood for United fans, a win against Spurs, a win against City. And now already qualified in the Europa League, looking to secure a top spot against a decent Dutch side, AZ Akma, or Azed, I should say. Um, the reason I'm walking down a canal in Deansgate is I'm going to Barca Bar, which is the, the pre-match home of the Red Army, the new section in the Stretford End lower tier, right side of that lower tier. Uh, it's been dubbed a singing section by some people. It's very much not that. Um, it is a group of, of like-minded individuals who want to see the, I guess, the away day atmosphere or the old atmosphere of Old Trafford return to the Stretford End. And it's, it's been working so far this year. It's changed the, the way that people go to games. Many people have made new friendships out of it. I certainly have already. Um, and it's, it's changed Old Trafford, certainly for the better. The noise at Old Trafford is far larger than it was in the, in the dead rubber games for last season. And this is exactly the kind of game on a Thursday night when United have already qualified for the next round of this competition where the atmosphere at Old Trafford will probably be a, a little bit dead. And I'm sure it won't be its, it's, it's loudest tonight. But the, the presence of TRA, the Red Army, will help make sure that it's not quiet and make sure you can't hear the player screams and instead it should be bouncing. Um, in the Stretford End, in the, the family side that they've taken over. The development of TRA is a credit to the, the people who started it. Hopefully we'll be speaking to a couple of people who have been involved for quite a long time. It's been a, a long time in progress. Um, they've worked at it. It's also a credit to the club, of, although there have been some certain hiccups, have certainly helped along the way in a way that they haven't done so in, in certain other aspects of running Manchester United so this is certainly one of the the good parts about Old Trafford and going to home games these days um, brilliant atmosphere making mates cheap pints and it doesn't really matter what, what the game is anymore for a lot of United home fans certainly the ones involved in the Red Army because it's, it's fun anyway um, just walking over a, one of the locks on the canal so it's probably picked up a bit it is a rainy night, so I'm going to Barca Bar, which is normally packed on the weekend with a few hundred people in there. Tonight it'll be a bit quieter. There won't be quite many songs. There'll be plenty of people inside avoiding the rain, but it's still always good, and it's £3 pints, so in the centre of Manchester, you can't really complain with that. Right, so on Silex Focus and Way, it's a bit different to normal for TRA pre-match, which is normally go uh, over the Stretford End Bridge or through the Munich Tunnel to the Stretford End. 
from uh, from Trafford Bar. Got off exchange key this time, and it's a bit of a test to see if they can coordinate a few people. And I think there'll be some experiments with flares, smoke, and the like. So slightly European atmosphere for a slightly well for a European game. Uh, we'll see what the the lookers on think of it. Um, it's uh, another experiment from the people involved, not necessarily the people that run it, but the people who are enjoying TRA to see what they can organise with this group of people who are enjoying going to games together. Trafford now, um, taking a break from the the noise of the concourse into the seat in the Stretford paddock. Um, reasonably young team, start for United. Matic from Romero will probably bring the age up a bit, but James Garner, Brandon Williams, Mason Greenwood all start. Anthony Martial does as well. Juan Mata, another one bringing the age up. Bit of a mixture. Um, a lot more senior faces then away in Kazakhstan against Astana, where United lost. Just need a draw to, to top the Europa League group. Um, it has stopped raining, at least, and, and that's held out, which is, which is nice. Um, and it's nice seeing plenty of young players warming up on the Old Trafford pitch. I don't think it's the first time for any of them, but it's still, uh, I imagine, a, a goosebumps experience walking out the tunnel, which is right in front of us. Um, it's, it's, it's this weird thing where Football changes so much over the course of a couple of weeks. The wins against Spurs and City has meant United fans on a on a rainy day, on election day, are coming to Old Trafford excited about the prospect of playing what a game in the Europa League that has some meaning, but not that much. Club already qualified, and um, but the wins against City and Spurs mean that's the case. So. Uh, hoping for a decent result here. Definitely want a decent performance. Big away following for Azad Alkmaar. They've taken over a whole, what looks like about half of the east stand at Old Trafford. And the Red Army section will try to, to equal out that noise and beat it with uh, 1,000, 1,500 fans in the, in the for paddock tonight. <laughs> Trafford, I might be speaking to you, I don't know yet, um, with Rick and Tricky from from TRA. Uh, 
to sum up what CRA is about for people who don't know yet? Yeah, well, it, it's basically, if anybody wants to get the, uh, the atmosphere at Old Trafford back to what it used to be in the day, if you want to come along, stand with your mates, have a good time, get involved, then that's what it's all about. It, it's quite simple. It's quite simple, really. If you want to contribute to getting behind the team, standing with your mates, having a good time at the match, that's what the Red Arm is all about. It's nothing more complicated than that. And this season I've been most weeks, it's, it's been pretty successful so far. There's been a couple of, I don't know about blips, but a couple of games where it's been a little less noisy, a little less good. But the level on what it was before is, uh, is such a massive improvement and it's changed going to games for so many people, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely brilliant, mate. It's that completely changed home games. For, you know, we've got we've got a group of seventy of us who, you know, the vast majority go to the away games on the coach. You know, I run the coach, so we got seventy of us stood together, and it's completely changed home games. You know, you think of fucking Astana at home or Rochdale at home last season, people would have been. Fucking, People would have turned up. Well, yeah, you know, giving the tickets away or turning up, you know, not really up for it. They've been the best games this season. It's been absolutely brilliant. And, um, you know, yeah, there's always going to be some games that are better than others. That's that's just the nature of it, isn't it? You can say that about away games as well. Yeah. But it's been brilliant. Yeah, I thought, apart from Spurs probably last week, I thought Partizan Belgrade was probably my favourite game. Yeah, to, to be honest, the Cup games have been brilliant. But I thought... I thought the two league games that stood out was the first game against Chelsea was absolutely brilliant. I mean, A, it was the first game, so everyone stood with their mates. And then obviously we had that 10 minutes just after half time where we banked a couple. But then Spurs last week was just different class. And I think, you know, I think everyone realised the, the team needed a bit of fucking, bit of a lift there. You know, it was a big week. Everyone's talking about, oh, you get beat twice, Solskjaer could go, you know. But... The team got, the, you know, the fans got behind the team. The team put a performance in, won that, rolled it over to the derby. Absolutely dicked them in the first half. I saw that photo of you sitting on a, that photo of you lying between two seats in celebration. Yeah, it was good at blocking that. You know, my best mate could have helped me up, but no, got his phone out of his pocket, took a picture. You know, but there we go. But that was the best first half I think we played in. Five or six years, easily, if not longer, to be honest. Should have been five up at half-time. Yeah, and I think TRA, I mean, you sort of, when the players came over at City, I made eye contact with Scott McTominay and started celebrating with him. And I think that connection's partly coming back because of what's going on in the home games as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and the the best thing is you're starting to to hear and feel now the the influence of uh, TRA at home on the away crowd because we got kept in at City for 20 minutes, whatever it was after, and the whole end is singing, here we go, here we go. And that's that started and originated in CRA. And the thing is, the reason why it's uh, infiltrating is because the lads in CRA are the ones who go to the away games, yeah. and you know, they're all good lads and lasses, no, not sexes, lads and lasses, and um, that's, that's what it's all about.
Right, I'm just walking over the river well, to the exchange key tram. What a second half, or what? A, like Sheffield United, what a, a brilliant little spree from Manchester United. Four goals in, must have been 10, 11 minutes. Um, caps off, arguably the, the best eight days of Solskjaer's time in charge. I mean, the, the, the time at the start was brilliant, but this is to, to come back, not from the brink of being sacked. United always said he was safe, but to regain the trust of a lot of the fan base, including the, the non-match-going fans, who were a little more fickle. Um, and Mourinho sacked about this time a year ago, and it's, it's not been perfect under Solskjaer, and it's, it's been really shit at times. But this last week following United has been... Absolutely brilliant. Um, a win at home to Mourinho Spurs. Big atmosphere that game in midweek. Uh, brilliant day out at the Etihad. A win there and, and a 4 0 second half dropping of Azid Alma. Eight goals. One for every day. Um, four against Everton will have one for each day of Christmas. Um, and two goals for Mason Greenwood. The 18-year-old, that's six for him now for Manchester United. Three in the season's Premier League, uh, Europa League, sorry. He's got one in the Premier League. And he is, as Solskjaer has said on a couple of times, he's such a natural finisher. And as the song says, he scores on his left and he scores on his right. And he's, uh, he's enjoying the chances he's getting in the United first team. I think United are bringing him into, or Solskjaer is bringing him to the team pretty well. Um... It's good that he hasn't really been relied upon to be United's source of goals. It's partly down to the, the recent excellence of Marcus Rushford. But uh, I think United are slowly embedding Greenman into the team. And at 18, that's, that's the right thing to do unless you're Wayne Rooney or Michael Owen or even Marcus Rashford and you suddenly break in with a brilliant... Brilliant spell. Um, interested a bit of Andreas Pereira magic. Um, started things off for United a little bit. Of brilliant little tap in the corner uh, for United's first goal. Started the move off. And he had, a, he had a decent game, gave the ball away a few times as he always does. James Garner in midfield had, had, a, had a good game and he deserves more chances. He's getting more chances in the starting 11 no Dylan Levitt today I think he's injured got a small knock which is he didn't play for the under 23s either this week um, but yeah four goals in 11 minutes it's just it's it's not always been fun to watch United this season but in terms of the last few weeks even when we've lost apart from maybe the Bournemouth game uh, away at Sheffield United away at Norwich if we go a little further back away at Chelsea the last month and a half six weeks has been been really fun following United and you feel like there's that connection there with players and fans that there hasn't been for a while, partly thanks to Oligan Social, I think partly down to the Red Army section. Um, I think the players can feel the uh, the support behind them and, and the Phil Jones song today was I think a deliberate attempt from United fans to show them some support after those <laughs> slightly sad reports that he thought he couldn't have a testimonial at United because no one would turn up for it. Um, well, I think it was even worse than that, that only his mum and dad would turn up for it, which is was sad to read. And he patted the United 
But I joined his chest as he went down the tunnel. They all appreciate it. They all point to the the Red Army section, and it's a it's a sign of that that they do hear it. Um, three wins in a row. It's only the second time we scored four this season. We don't know if it's the start of a of another great run. We can hope, but three wins in a row, including two big games, is is good for me. Everton, as people said before, this AZ game is is the real test for Solskjaer because that's exactly the kind of game where. United have dropped points, have suddenly gone from a, a good spell to a terrible game, i.e. Bournemouth, West Ham, many, many others, Southampton, Palace. Um, so it'll be tricky for for United, I think, because going against Duncan Ferguson's Everton, he's he masterminded a, a great win against um, Chelsea at Goodison. I think United should still win. Everton have had a terrible season and... Even the the influence and motivation of Duncan Ferguson shouldn't stop United from winning. Um, apart from Paul Pogba, their injury situation isn't too bad at the moment. Uh, Rashford and, and all are fit, um, so things are things are okay for United. A win against Everton would would really mark one of the best two week spells in in Solskjaer's reign and, and really put Manchester United back on form, back near the top four, and that would be a a huge boost for United. Right, apologies, I got cut off slightly abruptly there. Um, got shoved onto a metro by a very angry man at tram station who insisted no one bought a ticket, so thanks him for that. It's been a it's been a while since I actually got on that tram, so I can't quite remember what I said before it, but I'll happily repeat myself about Mason Greenwood, um, two goals, but it's the it's the joy of seeing, well, it's the joy in his face as he runs over to the fans standing above the tunnel tonight for two goals. It's the joy of watching Brandon Williams, James Garner, Ethan Laird slide on their knees to celebrate with him, patting the badge on their chest, and it's it's uh, it's just brilliant to watch. Away from the trophies, away from having fun with him, makes you also just brilliant to watch United youngsters coming through into the first team and I thought James Garner had a good game today as well but Greenwood is is just such a good centre forward and um, played on the right today but still got two goals and the the, the fact that those players have, have come through Garner, Greenwood, Laird, Williams they're all at different stages in their promotion into the United first team they'll be given different levels of chances but it's uh, it's something to be proud about, and on a Sunday, United will be there. We the four thousandth consecutive game where Manchester United have uh, have had an academy graduate in the matchday squad, and that's something to be immensely proud about. As a record, it goes back to October nineteen thirty-seven. It is so eighty-two years of, of proud history, and and I think even ahead of of twenty Premier League titles. That's that's probably the thing that United should be most proud about. The, the fact, the statistic that they should be most proud about, because no other club does that. Um, every every football fan thinks their club is special, and to be fair, most clubs, or at least some clubs, have have some kind of claim to being a little different from other football clubs. But that's something that no one no one else has done, um, and it goes through the. The off patches, 
the Sexton days, the Atkinson days, the Doc, um, but also the great period with Bosby and Ferguson, and, and then Moyes, Van Arle, Mourinho, and Solskjaer now. That 4-0 win for Oligula Solskjaer is, he, he's turned things round. I don't think he was about to be sacked, but in the eyes of some fans, I think people thought that was likely. And he is, he's turned it around, three, three brilliant wins, four good goals today. He managed the, the game well, he made the right substitutions and it just, it, it delights me to see Ole Gunnar Solskjaer doing a good job at Manchester United. And obviously they'll be, we'll, we'll probably lose to Everton now, but there'll, there'll be bad patches and it might be coming up right now, but it's a, it's a really good win that continues a, a, a good, short but good spell of form. And in terms of the substitutions, I was I was glad to see. I mean, the other important thing, apart from young players playing, fringe players playing, and a good United win, the other big thing is that United's key players, not all of them, but most of United's key players got a rest. Marcus Rashford didn't play a minute. Scott McTominay didn't play a minute. I don't think Fred did either. Anthony Martial came off on the hour mark. Uh, Harry Maguire came off at some point. He gave some fringe players a chance to the chance to show they're good enough, but. Rashford rest, but Tomine rest, those two are vital, they've played so much. And Jesse Lingard as well, because he's, his stamina and his pressure is key in Premier League games. I think it raises the question of when Paul Pogba comes back. United's injury situation at the moment is pretty good, apart from Paul Pogba, who we're waiting to see come back. Some United fans, some United stand readers, I know, don't think he's, he's ever going to play for United again. I think he will. I think he probably will leave in the summer if, if someone pays up for him. But to get a move, to earn a move of over 100 million, which I assume United will be the money from at least, he's going to have to play well. He's going to have to come back into the side, play well, work hard. Um, but it's an interesting question as to where he goes because Jesse Lingard is, I mean, in, in, in central midfield, Fred's starting to come into good form. Scott McTominay's had a great season. Um, and if you're going to play with a, a number 10 in front of them, you might say it would be Paul Popper, but. Jesse Lingard's pressure and stamina was, was vital against Spurs and City and probably gives you so much else, creativity, vision, um, good heading, brilliant technical ability, can dribble with the ball, unlike probably most of the United's other midfielders, but he doesn't he's not gonna be pressurising your position's defence in the way Jesse Lingard does. So it's uh, an interesting call for Solskjaer. I better wrap things up there, but it's uh it's another good win. And as I say, it's just it's it beats Pretty much everything. Seeing Ole Gunnar Solskjaer do well as United manager and seeing him do well with 18-year-old Mason Greenwood, 19-year-old Brendan Williams, 18-year-old Ethan Laird and James Garner. Because that's what United's about. Oh,